0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. Okay, we have a tall order today. Uh, by the sheets, are 64 Maramakai Mois, uh, corresponding to the number of mitzvahs that we perform the night of the Seder. We have a tradition from the Vilna Gaon that we perform 64 mitzvahs the night of the Seder. And guess what? We're not even going to start with one of the Maramakai We have 64 Maramakai And only 59 minutes, so we have to figure out how we're going to do that. But the good news is we're going to start with a story. So the story goes that there's a very wealthy duke who was married happily for 25 years and he wanted to buy his wife an anniversary present. Now the duke lives in Hungary and his wife is very into music. She liked to sing, she liked songs, and he decided that um, he's going to travel to Budapest which was a 10-day distance from his town, and there was a bird over there, not just a talking bird, a bird that could sing, like a minor bird, a little tiny bird. But the bird sings beautifully, and he's going to buy it for his wife, and she's going to be, you know, in seventh heaven if he comes home with this gift. But it's a very far distance away. so he turns to his trustworthy attendant. He says, "Shamish, pack the bags. Where are we going?" We're going to Budapest. What's in Budapest? A pet store. What's in the pet store? A bird. He said, there are birds over here. No, it's a rare bird. Fine. There are not too many of them in the world. It's $5,000. The Sharmu says, $5,000? Are you crazy for a bird? No, it's a rare bird. Okay, whatever you want. So they pack their bags and they arrive in Budapest. And they buy the bird... And the duke, duke, the duke gives the $5,000 and the storekeeper says, this is a rare bird. And the duke says, I know, that's why I came. So the shamish thinks to himself, you know, my 25th anniversary is also coming. And I also want to buy my wife something special. And if the duke is so smart and so wise, such a chacham figure, the best thing he could buy his wife is a, a minor bird. Then I also want to buy a minor bird for my wife. The only thing is he didn't have the money. So he went around borrowing money from everyone he knew. He put the money together. He tells the Duke, I need 10 days off. Duke says, where are you going? I'm going to Budapest. What's in Budapest? I'm going to buy the bird for my wife. The Duke says, kalakavoid. You know, imitation is the best form of flattery. Fine. So um, he goes to the the store and he, he says, you have the bird? And the storekeeper says, guess what? You're in luck. We have just one bird left. And he takes it home to his wife. And he comes into the house. He says, honey, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe what I got you for your 25th anniversary. He opens up this little box. She's expecting... So- There's a bird. So what, you Meshuggah You got me a bird? He said... She says, what's with the bird? He says, I'm not really sure. am not really sure, honestly. But this is what the Duke bought his wife. And if the Duke bought this for his wife, it must be delicious. So... So he takes the bird and he puts in the pot and he puts with the carrots and the celery and the garlic and as small as the bird was before it's like, you know, it's like a jelly bean now. And he takes out two little plates one for him and one for her and a fork and a knife (laughs) and it reeks to the high heavens. Ah, the kiseh it smells. And she says, you first. (laughs) And he takes a piece <laughs> He's, and she takes a piece and she spits it out. And he says, you know what? It's disgusting. It's gummy. It's chewy. It's sweet. We got a lemon. We got a lemon. So he goes to the Duke. He says, by the way, how did your bird taste? He said, what? How did my bird taste? What do you do with the bird? So what do you mean what I do with it? We cook the bird. You fool. You cook the bird? What a shaita. Not only is this bird not for eating, this bird is $5,000. And it's disgusting. There's no meat on it. You wasted (laughs) $5,000. You could have two people at to stay there. You ever hear people talk about, the matzo this year, it's much thinner than last year. Or, you know, what kind of wine are you going to have this year? I'm starving. Pass the on, pass another radish, pass another... If you think that the seder is an exercise in ingestion and a culinary experience, you're missing the boat. And not only are you missing the boat, you're wasting a lot more than $5,000 on the yumpus. If you think that little seder is just an experience of various tastes and uh, treats, then you miss the point of the seder. You miss the point of what we're trying to accomplish. So, Marv Rabboi Say, what are we trying to accomplish the night of the seder? That's what we're going to try to accomplish in the next uh, 45 minutes or so. So take your uh, booklet out. Uh, we're going to examine two lines in what we call the uh, Pesach night handbook, the Haggadah Shal-Pesach. Well, the Haggadah begins with the statement, Hasha tohocha l'shana haba ba'arad Yisrael. This year we're here, next year, next year in Israel. Okay, very nice. hope so. Then, how does the Haggadah end? The Haggadah ends, Lishana Hababi. Very good. You didn't get the jokes, so but at least you're, you're with me here. Okay. Lishana Hababi Rushalayim. It's very interesting. So it begins, basically, Lishana haba Rushalayim, and it ends Lishana Hababi Rushalayim. And this is the observation of the verse in the Sefer Shaila Torah. How beautiful the Haggadah is. It begins and ends the same way, Lishana Hababi Rushalayim. But the question is, is this really a reasonable way to begin and end? After all, we know there's a principle that the beginning and end of something captures the essence of the main body of a book. You know, Rav Miller would say, based on the Gemara, number four on your sheets, The Torah begins with Chesed, it ends with Chesed. It begins with Chesed, Hashem made for Adam and his wife. Hashem clothed Adam and his wife. It ends with Chesed, it says Hashem buried my Shrabeinu. Surah Miller would say that if the Torah begins with Chesed, it ends with Chesed, you know what the book is all about. You know what the Torah is all about. It's a Torah Chesed. The Torah was written to teach you G'milas Chasadim. And it's a well-known principle. When you go to the bookstore, what do you do? You read the first paragraph, you read the last paragraph, then you get a pretty good idea what the book is about. The beginning and end of a book is supposed to capture the essence of what a book is all about. In that sense, Rabbi Isai, is it really accurate that the Haggadah Shal-Pesach is about L'Shanah Havah B'Yerushalayim? And the answer is no. That's not what, the, what it's about. It has nothing to do with that. It, has, it doesn't talk about Mashiach coming. It's all about Yitzias Mitzrayim. Why begin and end in a way which sort of does not say, speak truth about the main body of the book? The Haggadah is not about the coming of Mashiach. The haggadah is about Yitzchias and the haggadah should begin and it should end. Why bookend it with the statements of L'shana Haba bi'Arad Yisrael? Okay, that is question number one. Question number two. We're going to ask a lot of questions today. Okay. Question number two. We know there are five books in the Chumash: Bereshis, Shemais, Va'yikra, Bamidbar, Bereshis has another name. What does the Ramban refer to as Sefer Bereshis? The Ramban calls it Sefer Hayitzira, the Book of Creation. Why is it called the Book of Creation? Because Hashem created the world. That's very nice. That's Parshas Bereshis. What about the rest of the Sefer? As we're going to see, there's a concept of Masayavos Simen Labanim. That every act, every movement, every thought, every... Travel of Avram Yesak and Yaakov literally was the preenactment and the paradigm and the creation of the future history of the Jewish people. Hence, Sefer Bereshis is called Sefer Ha Yitzira, And Vayikra is sometimes called Tairas Kayanim. Okay, we got in Vayikra. Bamidbar is sometimes called Chemish Hapakudim. Devarim is often referred to as Mishnah Tirah. Comes the Bahag. And the Baha'`i has a goynistic name for Chumash Shemais. You know what the Baha'`i calls Chumash Shemais? Chumash Sheni. Book 2. Wow. How did he ever come up with that name? What a creative name, for Sefer Shemais. Book 2. I mean, how, um, he must have spent many long, hard hours coming up with the name Book 2. I mean, what happened? He ran out of names when it came to Shemais. Beratius is voracious. Vayikra is Amtaras um, Kayanim. Bamidbar is Chumash apakudim. Watch, Shemais has no name. Either call it Shemois or be consistent and call all the books of the Chumash. Book 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. By the way, it's not only the Bahag. It's the Gemara and Saita Lamed Vavah The Gemara and Saita Refers to sh- Shemais as Chumish Sheini. Says in his Hakdama to Sefer Shemais at number six. Shuta derabbi Seenu nitein bina. The, the uh, verbiage, the expression of our rabbis can teach us understanding. Why did the Why do the Rishonim? Why does the Gemara refer to Sefer Shemais as book two? Okay. That's question number two. Now, I don't know what your favorite part of the Seder is, but when I was a kid, and maybe even still now, the best part of the Seder is you, know, you open up the door, and you pour the fifth cup of wine, and uh, people are shaking the table to make it look like Eliyahu is drinking the wine. And we have a, a minog that we open up the door for Eliyahu Anavi, and in fact it's brought in the Mishnabura. The Rama writes in number eight and Siman Tafpei. Some say you say Shvaych before Lailanu, and we open up the door. Why do we open up the door? Says the Mishnah We pour another cup of wine and we call it Kais Shel Eliyahu. Kais shal. So we have a Masara that we invite Eliyahu to the seder. Now I don't really understand why we're inviting Eliyahu to the seder. I mean he's always invited. Don't get me wrong. He could, uh, but he could come. Well, he could also come tonight. Tonight's Monday night. We're having good supper tonight. He could come Monday night. Why, why is he coming? Well, stay there. Why doesn't he come uh, Why doesn't he come Shavuos? Why don't you open up the door, Hey, Shavuos? have come have a piece of cheesecake. You know? Why don't you open up the door, Rosh Hashanah? Elio, we're gonna blow shofar tomorrow. Why don't we invite him to the sukkah? I mean, I think he might be insulted. After all, if he would get the, the the guest list, Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron. I mean, why not invite all you what in the world does he gotta do with the stay there? What does he have to do with Itsyas Mitzrayim? He didn't play a role in Yitzy's Mitzrayim. He wasn't there. That's the one time he wasn't involved. So what are we inviting him the night of the stay there for? What's he gotta do with it? All of a sudden and Minjrin, either you invite him in the beginning, or you invite him imagine you have a big meal and you finish and there's nothing left. And then when the meal is over, you call it, Oh, anybody want to come over? Sure. What are you serving? Oh, sorry, there's nothing left to eat. (laughs) I mean, if you really want to invite him, so invite him when there's a is something to eat. Why are you inviting him when the meal is over? Okay. (laughs) Marv Rabboi Say, even more surprising. Take a look at number 10. So the Yoban Shalom is trying to persuade Moshe Rabbeinu do me a favor. I have a big job for you. Please take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. What are you sending me? Send the person who you usually send. Well, I, I have no, you know, we have no relationship. We, I've never done anything for you in the past. Why don't you get your usual guy? Get the usual suspect, right? That's what Moshe Rabbeinu tells you. Who's the usual suspect? Says Rashi. Aroin. Aaron was a well-acclaimed Navi before Moshe Rabbeinu. How do we know that? The Navi Yicheskel says that Hashem communicated with Aaron. So Moshe says, what do you want from my life? Go send Aaron. Fine. Comes Targum Yonasa Ben and Targum Yonasa Ben Uziyel is Megalatos. Va'amar, Moshe says, Bevo, I ask you with mercy, Shalach, Kedayn, Shlichusach, Be'yad, Pinchas. Why don't you send Eliyahu, you know why? He's coming at the end of days anyway. So you might as well send him now. You might as well send him now. What's Eliyahu got to do with this? Why, because Eliyahu is going to be sent at the end of days, does he need to do the job now? Why does the Moshe say, you know that Mordechai... He's going to help the Jews in times of Purim, so, you know, why doesn't he take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim? Or Yochanan Koyim Gadol, he's a good uh, Hanukkah hero. Why don't you have him take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim? Why is Moshe Rabenu giving up the job to Eliyahu Anovi? Just because Eliyahu is of the Geula, therefore he should take Kal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. And if you came here today just to hear this, it's Kadai. We always say, the Baal Haggadah says, the Baal Haggadah, the Baal Haggadah. Yeah, but who in the world is the Baal Haggadah? Who wrote the Haggadah? So I found in a Haggadah of Halekach V'Halibov, Rav Ram Shor, who quotes the Haggadah Tzemach Menachem, in the name of, of Simcha Bunimi that the Baal Haggadah is none other than Eliyahu Hanavi. That Eliyahu Hanavi wrote the Haggadah. Say, I never heard that before. Okay, it's a good thing you came then. <laughs> Eliyahu Hanavi wrote the Haggadah pass By the way, you say, "Well, what are you talking about? Doesn't the author usually, you know, like, make a remise to his name in the beginning? He did. Ha! Hanavi Eliyahu. He did. Ha! Not ha, what do I say? Ha! 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 Lach Eliyahu Hanavi. You ask you a question. Elio is a busy man. Why did he write the Haggadah Shal Pesach? What's he, what's, if I were Elio, I would have wrote the story of Elio and Hara Carmel. I mean, he has he's the he's the main character over there. I would have wrote the story of Zimri and Cosby, where Pinchas comes and saves the What's he writing the story of Yitzias Mitzrayim for? Why? Why would this be his book? You know, what, Elio, and you know, what's your bestseller? My bestseller is the bestseller of all time, Haggadah Shal Pesach. Why did he write the Haggadah Let's move on. Moving right along. We come to the Makos. And Rabbi Yosei Agli says there were 10 Makos, and at the Yam there were 50 Makos. And Rabbi Lazar says, no, 40 Makos in Mitzrayim, 200 Yam. And Rabbi Akiva says, no, 50 in Mitzrayim, 250 at the Yam. Can I ask you a question? What's the Nafkamina? How many Makos there were in Mitzrayim? The only Nafkamina I could think of is if you're Mekadesh and a woman, I'll that there are 250 Makas alayam. So according to Rabbi Kiva, Mekudashas. And according to Rabbi Yisrael, I ain't a But other than that, what difference does it make how many Makas there were exactly? Oh, Ah, oh. so that's one. That's a different Pshat. You know, that's a good Pshat. We're going to say a new Pshat today. Take out one. What? Take out the Yam. Take out... Okay. How much wine you're gonna take out? How dirty your shirt's gonna be? That's enough I afkamino. Mean. Coin to it to me really really. During coin tribut, oh, you say ugly, it's only gonna be a little bit dirty. After Dayenu, we say, anybody ever hear dayenu? You know that song? Yeah? You know a tune? You know a good tune for it? Good, very good. So after after Dayenu we say like this. Look at number fourteen. Alakas Kama Vikama! All the more so. Toiva kefula omechupeles. A doubled and repeated chesed. Lamakam aleinu. What does that mean? Why are the makas toiva kefula? How are they toiva kefula? They happened. Shkayach. The, the, and we're very happy they happened. We're very grateful they happened. But what does the expression mean? Toiva kefula. This is the question of the Baal Nesivo Yisamishbar and his Haggadah Masa Nisim. How many questions did we ask? The fear of right? Four questions, but they're really questions that are they're doubled, because we asked eight questions. You ready? I only say it one time. Number one, why does the Haggadah begin and end with Lashana Haba biRushalayim? Number two, why does the Bahag, call Chumash Shemais, Book 2, Chumasheni. Number 3, why are we inviting Eliyahu in the middle of the Seder? Number 4, why does Moshe Rabbeinu want to give up his job to Eliyahu HaNavi? Number 5, why did Eliyahu write the Haggadah? Number 6, what difference does it make how many Makos there were? Number 7, what does it mean? Taiva, Kefula, Umechupeles. And number 8, you ready for this one? Hallel. Imagine if Halel, you bring in this big Chazan and he has this tall hat. And smack in the middle of Hallel, he stops. He goes to the bima, under the bima, he takes out a wicker basket. Out of the basket, he takes out a club sandwich with a thing of salami, and uh, and some soda. And he starts having a picnic in the middle of Hallel. I know Chazonim, but you know even that, even Chazonim, you know. <laughs> Pat, what are you doing? You know we paid you big bucks for this performance. You can't eat a picnic in the middle of Hallel. No, we do it little say there. Good point. How are we allowed to have a suda in the middle of the halal? Why do we break the halal in half? This again is a question of the nasivis. Yipla number 15. Al inyanak suvim. Vigam al chila kadalit koisis. Shnaim lefnei ho'achila. Vishnaim achar ho'achila. Marv fasten your seatbelts. We're going to present this morning a monumental. Concept, and this is not just a Dvart Torah or a good Vart. We're all familiar, please take a look at number 16, in the 12th of the Yud Gimel Ikrim. I believe with complete faith in the coming of the Mashiach. And at this point in time, I'm going to share a question with you. When you hear this question, you should be kicking yourself. How come I never thought of this question? Says the Rambam, And even though it's taken a long time, I still wait for it, See one simple question. Have you ever read a Rambam in your life? The Rambam is not Tysus. Toisus has Or the Tema! The Rambam? The Rambam has no questions, and the Rambam has no answers. The Rambam is a safer of halacha. He just states matter of fact. All of a sudden, we come to the 12th Acre, and the Rambam has deviated from his normal policy in every single thing he ever wrote. All of a sudden, the Rambam the has a kasha. Really? I believe in Mashiach? I, the Mtaimar, so where is he? What's taking so long? And for the Rambam, not sure, but I still wait for him every day. Well, what happened? What happened? The Rambam all of a sudden is asking kashas, and this is, a, is an ikar ha'amuna. Why does the Rambam deviate from his normal policy? He's not a toisvest. Why does he all of a sudden ask a question? By the way, this is not my question. There's a question of the Briska The Briska quoted in the Sefer Shari Oira by Rav Bergman, the son of Rav Shach. The Briska wants to know what in the world happened in this Rambam where the Rambam all of a sudden has a question on one of the Yud Gimel Ikrei Ho'amunah. Does the Rambam say, you know, one of the Yud Gimel Ikrem is, Ani mamim be'amunah shalema shahaboi re'yisbarach Shemoy, Goimel toiv l'shoim re'y mitzvoy umanish lo'oy re'y schar so why does the Ramam say, Why does the Ramam say, What? There's reward and punishment in this world. But uh, I, know, I know a good guy. And I know a rush. It doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be. Or I have another why does the Rambam say, <laughs> the Rambam it says it The never asks questions in his whole sefer, let alone in the Yud-Gimel Ikrim, what is going on in the Ikra of Biyasama HaMashiach. When I saw this question I was kicking myself. I can't believe I never that never bothered me. I never thought of it. What's the Rambam doing? Says the Briskerav, that's because we misread the Rambam. And the repercussions of misreading this Rambam are the difference between amuna and kfirah. How's that? Says the briskarov, look at number 18. The Rambam in Hilchas Melachim, Parak Yiralef Halacha Aleph and Be'ez, talks about HaMelech Hamashiach, HaMelech Hamashiach Osid Lamoid. He's destined to come. by the way, that means he didn't come yet, right? Ula Hakser David. He's going to restore the Davidic dynasty. Liyashna. <laughs> Ubeinah oh. Miktash Umekabeis Nidchei Yisrael Makrivim Karbonos Ah. The Rambam then says one of the most important things you'll ever hear. You ready? On the fourth line. V'kol Anyone who doesn't believe that Mashiach is coming. O'y Let's say somebody says, I believe Mashiach is coming. Yeah, but Rav what's on your mind right now? I don't know. Is Gladstein going to go over today or is it going to end on time? Then, when am I going to eat lunch? What's for lunch? And if I have fleshek, I'm mean, going to have enough time to have for supper. I have a lot of things on my mind today. You are, you're, are you uh, waiting for Mashiach? Not really. You'll let me know when he's coming. Says the Rambam, if you're not mamin in the concept of Mashiach, or if you're not actively awaiting his coming, lo'i b'shar nevi'em hu koyfer you're not only a heretic in the words of the Prophets, you're a heretic in the Chumash, the Rambam is saying a Yisoid Nifla, that many are not aware of, that it's not enough to believe in the concept of Mashiach, but you have to wait for Mashiach. So you say, of course, I know you have to wait for Mashiach. No, that's not the Rambam saying you have to wait for Mashiach. The Rambam saying, if you're not mechakeh lebiyas ha-Mashiach, you're a kaifer. Oops, I never realized that. I think most people never realize what the Rambam is saying. The Rambam saying, kol mi, sh-, I-, I should say it a thousand times. The Rambam saying, kol she'enoy mamin bo'y, Oi, me shainoi If you're not waiting for mashiach, you're a kaifer in the chamesh. It's half love a fella, the words of the Rambam. Meaning we would have said, okay, if you're not waiting for Mashiach, you know, you're distracted, you have other things on your mind, not on a high madrega. The Rambam says, No, it's an acre Hoyamuna to wait for Mashiach. What was that noise? Was that the Shayfer Mashiach? says so Zabris Garav, the Rambam in the Yud Gimel Ikram asks no questions and gives no answers. He's not asking a question, V'yafel Pisha Yislamaya. He's enunciating a principle of faith. Ani be'amuna be'amunah I believe that Mashiach will come. But if that's all you do, not only are you not fulfilling the mitzvah, you're still a koifer says the Rambam, he articulates the second facet of it. Even though it's taking a long time, I wait for it! Not a question and an answer, a statement of faith. Statement number one is, I believe that there's a concept. Statement number two is, I wait for it! That's a revolutionary reading of the Rambam, and it's the only way to read the Rambam. That's what the Rambam, that's what the man's saying. It's the man saying, you have to go home and tell your children. You have to go home and tell the world. That there's a principle of faith. It's not just a got to wait for Mashiach. A principle of faith is to wait for Mashiach. They know how to read the Rambam. And now the billion dollar question is, so what does the Rambam mean that if someone doesn't wait for Mashiach, they're a kaifer in the Torah? Where in the Torah does it say, I have to wait for Mashiach? Where in the Torah does it even say, there is a Mashiach? So the Rambam makes illusions. God will redeem you, and He'll gather you in. Very nice. So the Torah says Mashiach is coming, but where in the Torah does it say I have to wait for Mashiach? Yeah, is that is that a good question? That's a great question. Does that bother you? Where in the Torah does it say that I have to wait for Mashiach? But now we've revolutionized the animamen. Next time you see him, It's not a question and an answer. It's an article of faith. You have to believe in Mashiach, and you got to wait for him. Where in the Torah does it say that I need to wait for Mashiach? Says of Mayor Bergman, I got it! I found it! It's a Pasuk and Chamesh. And there's no way you would ever come up with it unless you know Rashi and Hoishe'a. Ready for this? In other words, the Rambam says that if a person does not await the Mashiach, they're a kaifer in Chumash. We're in chumish. Well, one of the psukim the Rambam quotes is, number 20, I see him, but not now. It's referring to Mashiach. I look at him, he's not close. Who's that talking about? Mashiach. I see him, but not now. What does Ashurenu mean? What would you have say? No, you guys are Tamidichachamim. How would you translate the words Ashurenu? Ashurenu. Like the Lashon of? Ashurenu. Sure, Lashur is to see. Right? Banoi Sure. To see, to see. I see him, but he's not close. There's an amazing Rashi in Hosea. Look at number 21. It says in number 21, I will be to them like a lion, like, a, like a, mare, a leopard, I would have read Ashur on the road to Assyria. Comes Rashi, and Rashi says, you know, I also thought Ashur was Assyria. The only thing is, every time Ashur is in Tanakh, there's always a Dagesh in the Shin. This is the only exception. The word Ashur is spelled without a dagesh. Says Rashi. You know why? The word Ashur here does not mean Assyria. The word Ashur here means to ambush. Ella e'eroiv veeshgaid k'mai Ashurenu velay You know what it means? Kenamer, I wait for him like a leopard. Al derech on the road. Ashur, Rashi Taiches, I will wait in ambush. Where do we see in Tanakh the word Ashur means to wait in ambush? Ashurenu V'loi Karayv. That means the Heleger Rashi reads a Pasuk in Chumash. Ashurenu V'loi Karayv. You know what that means? I wait in ambush for Mashiach even though he's not close. But I never knew that because I, I learned Rashi on Chumash every year and I never saw that in Rashi on Chumash. Yeah, but you have to know Rashi in Chosheah. Torah is Aniyam B'makam Echad, Va'ashiram Through Rashi and Hosea, we now could read the Pasuk in Balak. Ashurenu V'laikarayv. I wait in ambush for Mashiach, even if he's not close. When the Rambam says that if a person does not await the coming of Mashiach, they're a kaifer in the Chumash. We're in the Chumash does it say I need to wait for Mashiach. Balak, Ashurenu V'laikarayv. Barav Rabboisai, let me share one more thing with you. And then we're going to start uh, tying it up. We all know there are various Moneha HaMitzvot. The Rambam has his list of Mitzvot, the Ramban, the Bahag, Rav Sadiegoin. There's a Smak, the Sefer Mitzvot Katan. And the Sefer Mitzvot Katan, I believe, Moshe Mikusi writes, the very first mitzvah in the Torah, that the creator of heaven and earth rules solely up, down, and over the four corners of the world, like the Pasuk says, And like it says, And like it says, very nice. So the first myth on the Torah is believe there's a God and He runs the show. And then the smack takes a left turn. Part of that is v'hu You don't even bump your finger downstairs unless God makes a decree upstairs. And this is what it means that la'achar may esrumshana the Rebbe Hashem ask did you wait for Mashiach? Says the smock. Where in the Chumash does it say I have to wait for Mashiach? Get a load of this. The Pusik says, I'm your Lord who took you out of Egypt. Therefore, we're obligated to believe that the Ribbonishim will bring Mashiach. You hear this? You know, hear what the smock is saying? You know we're in the Chumash, it says you have to believe in Mashiach? So I ask you what in the world, does that have to do with Mashiach? Because I believe that God took us out of Egypt 3,300 years ago, what does that have to do with the Gulo HaSida? What does that have to do with Mashiach? This, can you imagine, according to the Smak, the first mitzvah in the Torah is to believe in Bias HaMashiach? We're, we're, we Pasuk! Ashurenavoya to know better! Okay, Marv Rabbi say, fasten your seatbelts. Here we go. If, I were go. if I were to ask you, if I were to ask you, when is the Gula supposed to come? What month of the year? Yeah? Oh, Givaldik! So, that really, you should know better. And the right answer is what? It's Samachlik, right? You should have known better. Smachlak is between Rebelazar and The Gemara and Musah Rashadana Base to Yud Al Familaf number twenty five. Reblazar Oymar. Tishrei Nivrailam, Tishre Nodu Avais, Tishru Mesu Avais, Batasahno al Yitzhak, Brash Hashanah Nifkadasara, says the Gemara, Bimits um uh Brash Hashanah but la avoida Bene Nigalu Bhatishray Asidan Ligoal, that's a Shita Brablaz. So if I ask you, when is the Gula happening? How do we pascan? I don't know. This is not a Psa kalacha. This is not Halachic Machloikis. So if you look in the Joshus Haran. The Drashas Saran says, in the end of Jewish Gimel, Memela Nifzika, Halacha, Kreb Yeshuah, Benisan, Asidin, Legoel. Like the Pai it says, U'bay Nigalu, U'bay Asidin, L'Goyal, Kedivrei, Rabbi Yeshua, Gavaldik. So we have a Psaq, Halacha, Benisan, Nigalu, U'benisan, Asidin, That's why the Archa Shulchan tells us, if you look at number 30 on your sheets, that the reason why we lane about, you know, there's a mitzvah to remember Amalek. So we do it once a year. Why do we do it at the end of Adar? You say, oh, it has connection to Purim. Yeah, well, well what's it got to do with Purim? There's a mitzvah doi Raisa. what's it got to do with? We're, we're being toileted on a durabbanon? No! Before the gula happens, we destroy Amalek. When's the gula going to come? Nisan. So right before Nisan, we, we speak about the mitzvah, wiping out Amalek to set the stage for Benisan. Nigalu, says the Archashokhan. Ubenisan in Ligal. So, we've established uh, a very confined time for the coming gula, the month of Nisan. I don't know about you, but I'm a little, you know, if, uh, if I would ask my friend, new ones are coming this month? Ain't going to fly with me. What, <laughs> this month? What day? What day? Imagine you ask somebody, um, you call up uh, Abishailah. Can you give me an answer? Definitely. When? This month. You go to the store. Okay, I have a cup of water. Okay, I want to buy a, p- a bottle of water. When? This month. So I found an amazing thing. The Medrish Tanchuma has a Lashon. Look at number 27. <speaking in Hebrew> Bechamisha osor nigalu. negalu, Bechamisha ben benison, asidin li goel. Amazing. Not only is there a masara that the Gula will come in Nisan, there's a tradition it's going to come when tes vav Nisan, says Rebbe Lezer, uh, migarmize the balroy keyach, which bracha of, of B'chaz Krishna speaks about Gula? Goel Yisrael. V'neema ki... Pada, Hashem, S Yaakov, Ugoloi, Miad, Chozak, Mimenu, Baruch, Atah, Hashem, Goal, Yisrael. Fifteen words! Why fifteen words? Bechamish hasar benisa So fine, very nice. doesn't mean it's set in stone, it doesn't mean a thousand percent. It means it's a very auspicious time. It's very... It's very Mesugal. Not just Nisan, Tesla of Nisan. Yeah, but I'm a I want to know what time. What time? We mean tonight. Tonight. What time? What time? What time time on the 15th day of Nisan? The Sefer Hamanagh tells us, you know, there's a Minug in many places that they don't lock the doors of their home the night of Pesach. So many say, Lel Shimurim, says the Rishonim, the Sefer HaManig in number 28. No, 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 it's not because of that. It's not because of Lel Shimurim. Lel Shimurim, your security camera's on, right? You have the cops are going around and around the block, you know? You have a watchdog, Lel Shimurim. Yes, Why do you keep the door open, says the Sefer HaManig? Because not only Benisa Negal, Benisa but because, not only Betesva Benissa, and Astin and Ligael, but because we have a tradition that Mashiach will come the night of the Seder. So if when the Mashiach comes, and El comes, and he knocks on the door with the good news, we don't want any deterrence, we don't want any impediments, we want the door to be open so he could come and tell us the good news right away. By the way, this is recorded in the Shulchan Ar HaRav. Also, he says... So I have one simple question for you. So we've established now. So I have one simple question for you. So we've established now. say Wow, what a great coincidence! Isn't that amazing? What an amazing coincidence! Two redemptions, the same month, the same day, the same time. Wow! What a what a, what what are the chances of that? That both Yitzias Mitzrayim and the Gula Sida the same month, the same day. The, it's incredible. Marav Rabbeisai, here's the main Maramakam number thirty-three. The Navi, Micha tells us, Parag Zion, Pasuk Te Zion, Kimei, Mitzrayim, Arenuniflois. Like the days that I took you out of Egypt, I will show you miracles. What does this mean? Does it simply mean God did good things for us once upon a time? And you know what? Good things will happen again. Let's explain. Sefer Bereshus is called Sefer Hayatsira, the book of creation. We asked, only Parshas Barashas talks about the creation of the world. What about the rest of the Sefer? And the answer is, Ramban says, every act of Avraham Avinu was the pre-enactment and the paradigm and the creation of the history of the Jewish people. Avraham Avinu goes down to Mitzrayim, the Jews go down to Mitzrayim. Yitzchak has fights about the wells, that represents the different Bate Mikdashas. Every act, every movement of Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov literally created the history of the Jewish people. What is this called? Masay Avois Simon Labanim. What does this mean? Why couldn't Hashem just take us down to Mitzrayim? Why does Hashem have to have Avraham Avinu go down to Mitzrayim first? What's the concept of Ma'asei Simon So Ramban explains that there's, a, there's an idea... That for a decree of a, for a prophecy of a navi to come, like you said, the raman says kol irin, all the decrees of shamayim, they're coming down from the upper worlds. In the upper worlds, it's an intangible, nebulous decree. For it to materialize and concretize in this world, you need the navi to do a ma'isa, and that concretizes and causes the decree to materialize. This is the concept of masay. Avois Simon Labanim. So when Yermia prophesied about the demise of Babel, he told, goes to Baruch, Baruch, throw the rock in the Euphrates River. Ah, oh, now that the rock sunk in the Euphrates River, Kacha Tishka Bavel. What, God could not have made Bavel sink without throwing a rock in the river? No, for that decree to materialize, an act is done that concretizes the decree. Likewise, you know, the night of Rosh Hashanah, we eat different simanim. So we eat cabbage. So I have a question, you're telling me the ISIS's success is dependent on my cabbage. You're telling me if I eat cabbage, and I say, then the, the enemies are going to have a downfall? That's what it's the... What does my cabbage got to do with these hilarious Or, oh... If I eat a sweet apple, I go to the store, I get a Macintosh, because it's on sale, so now I'm going to have a good year. Because I eat an apple. A sweet year. What, what's my apple got to do with having a sweet year? The answer is, I'm Rosh Hashanah, is the beginning of the year. God makes certain Gezeros. For those Gezeros to concretize and materialize, we do a Maisa, says the Chayadam, the Chayadam invokes the Ramban. Ma'aseyav, When an act is done, it causes a gazero to be realized. My Rabbi said, so what we're about to hear will change your life forever. So we learned that Sefer voracious, is the book of creation because it created the history of Kla Yisrael. But I have a simple question for you. The Rav wants to redeem us. He wants to bring Mashiach. And he's going to bring Mashiach. But if in order to make a decree happen, it has to play out and we have to do a maisa down here in this world to materialize the decree, how did the Rav create the future redemption? What, were the, what was the pre-enactment? What was the paradigm with which Rav Hashem is going to bring out the Gula Sida? And the answer is, Ki mei tseischa mei eretz mitzrayim the way I took you out of Mitzrayim, I will do miracles for you. Yitzias Mitzrayim was the trial run, was the pre-enactment, was the paradigm, was the creation of the redemption of the Jewish people. Meaning every event that took place in Yitzias Mitzrayim will replay itself. Don't think that one day you can hear on the radio, oh, Mashiach came and I'm going to book a flight. Either Elal or I could go through Iceland or to Russia and I will make it there. No no no. Coming attractions. They're big things are going to happen. That's the Pshat says an asivai's Allah has kama vikama toyva kifulo mechupeles. Every miracle, every nest, every every maka is a double maka. Because not only did it happen then, but it will replay itself. sida. That's what it means, Taiva Kefula Umechapelas. I'll tell you an incredible Diok. Look at number thirty-seven. We have a machloikas, ben Zoyim and the Omer Ahmer wasman Azariah Rei ani kven shivim shana v'loizachisi shatei Amer yitzias Mitzrayim ba'lelois. ad shejrosha ben Zoyimah shenemar leman tizgars yom seis chamayaretz Mitzrayim. Koyol Yimei Chayacha, Yimei Chayacha, Hayamim. Koy Yimei Chayacha, Halelois. Vachachamim Moimrim, Yimei Chayacha, Elamazeh. Koy Yimei Chayacha, it should say, Limoys <gasps> HaMashiach. Ben says, Yimei Chayacha, the days, Koy Chayacha, <vanilla> the nights. The Khamish say, Yimei Chayacha, this world, Koy Twenty- Chayacha, the next world. Director Rabbi Kiva what does it mean? Lahavi limayis Mashiach, The word Lahavi is extra. Says Hagun Rabbi Yaakov Padva of Brisk. The Bal Nitzvayim. No, this is Miramis to the Union that we're saying, that every miracle that transpired B'etzias Mitzrayim was a pre-enactment and the paradigm of the coming of Mashiach. That's Marumas Bedivrei Hatana Ko Yemei the miracles of Yitzhi Yitzhak will literally bring the coming of Mashiach because they are the masayav siman of the coming of Mashiach. We say in Halal Hagadol kili What do you mean kili olam chazda? That's eternal kindness. How's it eternal? So smote the Egyptian firstborn. What's it got to do with me? can replay itself. It was just a pre-enactment. It was just a trial run. It was something that will occur again at the end of days. Now I'm going to share with you something. I have to admit to you, I was really not fully aware of the, of the full impact of this concept. And I, I, I wish I could convey a little bit where this is coming from. I found in at least six places in Rabinu Bechaye, that every detail of what took place in Yetzirah Mitzrayim will replay itself again. Not just in general, there's going to be a ge'ula. Every makkah, every detail. Rabbeinu Bechaye. Sam so, Stoyfer for 40 years learned Rabbeinu Bechaye every Friday night. He writes that he always found new chidush in B'divay Take a look please, in number 39 on your sheets. Says Rabbeinu Bechaye in his commentary to Hanukkah. Kabbalah b'yadainu. We have a tradition. Kabbalah b'yadainu. Shehag'ula hoasida she'tiyah bedimyoin ge'ulas mitzrayim. K'moy k'shem shematzinu k'ryas yamsuf b'gulas mitzrayim. Ke'intimtso b'gulasidah. The river is going to split. There's going to be a kriyas yamsuf. Take a look at number 40. Rabin b'chaim b'an sukkah. says Rabbeinu b'chaim. See, so say, maybe I don't know. It's a minority view. Gladstein could find anything in some safer somewhere, you know. <laughs> Says Abin Mechad, this is not a minority view. Kikol Hanavim maskimim pe echad. It's not my opinion. <laughs> All the Nevim <laughs> <laughs> unanimously say she haGeulah <laughs> Sida tia bedimyon Geulah Rishana. Ran on the flies. This is incredible. Take a look in number forty-one. It says on Pesach, he says, "Listen to this. In Mitzrayim there was dam, against Edom there will be dam. In Mitzrayim there were Sephardim. in Mitzrayim there was arayv dever." All the machos will replay themselves. You can see sometimes when we read the Haggadah, we're not reading like an ancient history book. When you're reading the Haggadah, you're reading the manual which will bring Mashiach. This is the handbook of Geula. It's not a history book. It's not because it happened. It's because of what it created. What it will bring. L'havi <laughs> Mashiach. Take a look number 44. You know, when it comes to Yitzchak Mitzrayim, three dates were given 210, 400, 430. 210 in Mitzrayim, 400 from the birth of Yitzchak, 430 from the Brisbane of It says Rabbein Bachai is so interesting in Sefer Daniel. Three dates are given 1150, 1290, 1335. Says Rabbeinu B'chayi, the same way, when they were in Mitzrayim, they had no clue, how do you figure out 210, what's the 400, what's the 430, the B'nei Ephraim left 30 years earlier, they were Maphilim. they they bin the wrong. Says Rabbeinu B'chayi, listen to this, if when the number was exact and known, they still didn't know when the goal was happened. certainly when the dates in Sefer Daniel are obscured, and nobody knows the exact date, certainly we will not know when it will happen until it comes. Once it comes, we could go back and we'll be able to read it inside the Torah. But it's such an inspiring concept. What an amazing idea. You read about you see Mitzrayim and you read the Haggadah. It's not history. It's not what happened. It's not because it happened 3,300 years ago. You're reading, it's a future, you know, coming attractions. That's what it's a book about. It's a book about coming attractions. And I found, Baruch Hashem, not only in Rabbeinu Bechayi, the Medrash Tanhuma says explicitly, look at number 45, It's all going to repeat itself, Asid L'avai. If uh, you give me two extra minutes, besides what the rest of the year is going to take, I'll tell you something amazing. By two of the Makois, there's a problem with this whole Torah. By two of the makos, it says, "It will never happen again." By makos arba, it says, <laughs> "Right?" <laughs> there will never be arba. What do you mean? The whole shear, it's all going to replay itself. It and by makos b'chayrus, what does it say? By makos b'chayrus, it also says that the so the shomer Amunim Brought in a haggadah, Pardes, or a Rubinovich, but not that one. He brings down the name of the Shem Munim from the, the author of the Chuk Echayim. That there's a kasha on the simon, Ditzach Adash B'achav. It should be Ditzach, Adash of Achav. Because think about it, Parshas Boi is Arbe, Choshach, Makas, only three makos. Borod is in Vo'era. Why did Rabbi Huda put barad together with Arba, choyshevan as It's a good question. So you say, you know, it flows better. The tzach adash be achav. Otherwise it would be the tzach adashiv achav. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have the same ring. Okay, that's your tarot. Another tarot is he says it's interesting that Arba, why was the arbe needed? Why was arbe needed? Didn't the barad destroy everything? So it says, those who feared God brought everything... Actually, it says that in the in middle, in middle, the Barad was suspended in mid-air. And the Medrash Tanchuma says, Hashem put away the Barad to punish the Rasham in the future. That means if the Barad would have done its job, it would have wiped out everything and the Arba would not have been necessary. Ah, so L'avai, when the Barad will Taka wipe out everything... We won't need the Arba. So that's why by the Arba it says, there'll never be this Arba again, because we're not going to need it, Loss Ah, and that's why Barad has to go with Arba, because the Arba was only needed because the Barad stopped stopped halfway through. And what about Makas Ah, You know why? Because in the future, there won't be no Makas B'chairos. What does the navi Ayvadia say? Sarid, But in the future it's not going to be makas Bechairois. They're all going down. They're not going to be any survivors, it's not makas Bechairois. It's Makkah. That's why Makas Bechairois will never happen again. So what we're learning is that the Hagada is not reliving ancient history. The Haggadah is literally the handbook of the Geula, is the pre-enactment of the redemption. And the Ramchal writes, every year when we say the Haggadah, it's like Masayavoy Simon Labanim, it's like the Simonim Leal Rosh Hashanah, you're materializing and concretizing the coming of the Geula more and more and more. And therefore, is there any wonder then why the bookends of the Haggadah shall pass achar? It's not just a nice, sweet way to start and begin. This sums up the essence of what the Haggadah is about. The Haggadah is the manual and the handbook to create the Gula Hasidah. It's the book all about L'Shona Haba B'Arad Yisrael, L'Shona Haba B'Yushalayim. We asked, why does the Bahag call Shemais book 2? He couldn't come up with a better name. This is the most accurate and precise name for Sefer Shemais. Because if Barathez was the book of creation for chapter 1 of our history, the history we live in today, then guess what Sefer Shemais is? The book of creation to the sequel of Jewish history, to the final days of Gulu Asida. Shemais is book 2. If Barathez cre- created our current history, Shemais will create... Our future history. So what do we do during the Sedar? We relive Yitzias Mitsrayim. We say Mithila Hayu Abhi Ava Dzarava Sainu. Vi akshav karvenal hamakam la voy dasai. And we talk about the makos and we talk about the gaoula. And a person feels Khaivadam Lura says Asma my kiloyasumi mitraim. And why do we do this? In order for it to be the Masayavah Yisim and Labanum to bring the Geula. So you wonder why in the middle of the Seder we invite Eliyahu and Navi to our homes. It's not just an act of Hachnasas Orchem. We say Eliyahu. This is why we recited the Haggadah. We said the Haggadah for, for us to invite you, not for dinner, not for a good meal. What more do we need to do? This is a Masayavos in Abonim. This was round one. Now you bring round two. We're ready. And that's why we split Halel in half. The first part of Halel is part of the Masayavos, where we thank Hashem for Yitzias Mitzrayim. But then we open the door, and we imagine as if the Geula is happening now, the second half of Halel is a thanks for the future redemption. That's why Halel is cut in half. And therefore, when the Rebant comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says, Moshe, take the Jews out of Mitzrayim. Moshe says, take the Jews out of Mitzrayim. Why? Why? For what? So Hashem says, because, you know, Avram he created the first chapter of Jewish history. You're now going to do the trial run for the Gula And Moshe says, and who's going to be Mavasa Gula Sida? Hashem says, oh yeah. So, 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 let, so let him do it. What do you, know what you need me for? He's going to do the real thing, so let him create it. It's his job. Shem said, no, I want you to do it now. We'll use him later. Is there any wonder then why the author of Haggadah Shal-Pesach is none other than Elio HaNavi? Because Elio is Mavasa Gula Hasida, Elio heralds the Geula, what creates the Geula is the Haggadah Shal-Pesach. It begins L'Shanah Habah the Ad Israel, and it ends L'Shanah Habah What's the Nafkamina? How many makos there were? Because we need to know how many makos there will be in the future. We don't argue about Mashahaya. Now, if you marry a woman, how many almanas, how many makos are there are going to be? It's also a nafkamina. And we split the Seder into two. The first part of the Seder we recount all the miracles of Itias Mitzrayim and we say the whole story which literally creates the Gula Hasidah and the second part of the Haggadah Halel haggadal Nishmas adirhu Hu Yiv is the gratitude as if the Gula has already come. Mav Rabbo take a look at your sheets. We're almost done. Number 56. How do you like that? Number 56. So the Pasik says Le'o Shimurum Hu L'Hashem L'Haitziyam Meyaretz Interesting. The Balaturim points out two times in history it says Shimurim. You know what they are? The good news is they're both in this pasuk. You know, usually in the Balaturim, the Masairah, shnayim the One here, and one Akhvais in Safanya. No, this time it's very easy. One in the beginning of the Pasuk, one in the end of the Pasuk. Says the Balaturim. The first Shimurim is Leil. The second Shimurim is Layla. What does this mean? What does this mean? Amazing Svarna. <laughs> Leil Shimurim Lashem. La what does Shimurim mean? Does anybody know what the word Shimurim means? <laughs> to watch. But it's also a of The Aviv <coughs> Shamar Eshadavar. And his father eagerly anticipated. Remember, by Yosef, Yosef had a dream. Aviv, Aviv, Aviv. Rashi says he was mechakeh when the dreams would come to fruition. So the Svarno says an amazing thing. There are two Shemurims. Le'o shemurim hulashem. God was eagerly awaiting the coming of Yitzchias Mitzrayim to redeem Khalisrael. Yisrael. But on this night, the same way Hashem eagerly anticipated redeeming the Jewish people on the 15th day of Nisan the first time, hazel <laughs> Hashem is just as eagerly anticipating redeeming the Jewish people on this night a second time. says the Balaturim, the 15th night of Nisan is divided into two parts. The night has two parts. The first half of the night, the second half of the night. It's like Hashem divided and cut the night in half. The first half of the night was reserved for Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and the second half of the night is reserved for the Gula Hasidah. Oh, what a coincidence! Just like Hashem redeemed us the first time, you wouldn't believe it! He's gonna redeem us the second time! No coincidence! It's the same fabric, it's two sides of the same coin. Because that was the pre-enactment, that was the creation, that was the paradigm. You know, we're in the Chumash. It says you need to believe Mashiach is coming. It says the Smach. Smach. Hashem We're in that pasuk. Is there any remez that Hashem is going to bring Mashiach? Because the whole reason He took us out of Mitzrayim, that was the of voice, Simon Lebanim for the Gula. Where do we know this from? You know, think about the fact that four fifths of the Jews didn't go out. You say, yeah, they were they must have been on a really low level. I mean the Jews who went out, they they're not too not doing too great. They're a Memtesh Arituma. Had they remained there a moment longer, they would have fallen to the point of no return. So in what way were they better than the Jews who didn't go out? It says in the Tziv, there is only one distinction. The Jews who didn't go out, didn't await the redemption. They weren't waiting for it. They didn't really believe Hashem would redeem them. The Jews who went out, as low as they fell, at least were mammon in the coming of the Ge'urah. We all believe in Mashiach coming. We all await His coming. But it's something we need to feel with every fiber in our beings. The Avoida of Lel Seder is Lashana Haba the Arad Yisrael. Is to realize that everything we talk about and everything we remember and everything we say over is not history, but is the creation of the coming of the Agula Hoasida. We should all be Zoicha. That through our Avoidas Lel Seder, it should be Toiva Kfula Mechupelas. And just as the first night, half of the night, the took us out we should be zoycha to see this year, the Tesla of the Nisan. the the Nisan. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.